A shoot shall sprout from the stump of Jesse, and from his roots a bud shall blossom. Hello, this is Father Thomas, and welcome to the Sprouting Stump podcast series, where we reflect on the readings that come to us from the Mass each day. When we take a little time to let the Spirit come upon us, a bud shall indeed blossom in our hearts, so we might be renewed in spirit and strengthened in faith, as we take this time together to enter into that beautiful word that comes to us from God. In his homily about the Gospel of the Road to Emmaus, Father discusses how the disciples finally come to recognize Jesus. I'm sure many of us have probably heard that expression that people say to somebody who starts behaving in a way that is not typical of that person. They'll say something like, Who are you? I don't recognize you. I bring that up because this gospel passage that we have today talks about two disciples that are walking on the way to Emmaus, they're leaving, walking away from Jerusalem. And Jesus appears to them. Now this is actually Easter Sunday. Jesus appears to them after he rises from the dead. And it says they did not recognize him. Now you think it's glossed over, like, why would they not recognize Jesus? These are disciples that have seen him in his earthly ministry. They knew what he looked like. They'd seen his face. They probably hung out with him for a while. But when he shows up, they don't see him as Jesus. And the question is, why? Why do they not recognize Jesus? Because what's happening in the Gospel, if you listen to the story, and Jesus talking to them, he says to them, the disciples say to Jesus, we were hoping this would be the guy that would redeem Israel. They're thinking of Jesus in earthly terms. They're still holding back their view of Jesus as something that was earthly, that he's going to come back, he's going to wipe out the Roman Empire, and he's going to build up Israel again in this great nation. So they've got this old mentality of Jesus that they're clinging to, and Jesus rose beyond that. When Jesus rose from the dead, he was different than he was before. The conquering of sin and death means that the world no longer was anything that has an effect on him. He rose above it. He wasn't impacted by anything the world could offer. Recall in his desert journey at the very beginning of Lent, Jesus was in the desert, and the devils offers him bread because he's hungry, offers him all these worldly treasures that they think somehow he wants power, offers him these things that most humans would want to have. have. And Jesus would have been hungry. He would have experienced the desire for having some control. He would have wanted to have people understand who he was. He understood fear and pain. And these types of things would have impacted him. Recall in the garden when he says to his father, you can take this cup away from me. I don't want to go through this. But if it's your will. And when he says, let your will be done, everything changed in that moment. Because that's the moment when Jesus hands himself fully over the will of the Father and answers into that beautiful sacrifice of himself. So he enters into death. 
But because of his great love, it says in our second reading, death could not hold him. Because death has no power over love. That act of love conquered death. So Jesus now existing on a different level. Pain, suffering, hunger, anything the world has to offer, anything the world gives has no impact on him. After the resurrection, if the Father had asked Jesus to go through the cross all over again, he would have not hesitated. And he would have said, your will be done. And he would have suffered it all over again. Without even thinking about what it would have done to him. He's living now on a divine level in the resurrection. He's the glorified Jesus. He's living as that Christ that existed before the world began. But these men are still looking at Jesus in worldly terms. They don't recognize him because Jesus says, I'm beyond that now. And you're still looking, you're looking at me in different ways. You're looking at me as some person who's going to solve your earthly problems. And I'm not here to solve your earthly problems. I'm here to elevate you to a higher way of living. Because they were still holding on to that old mindset, they couldn't see him. They couldn't recognize him. So Jesus then starts to invite them to look at things differently. He invites them to start to see the whole story of salvation and what it all meant. He starts to explain to them why Jesus had to die. So they can start to understand a little bit more about what's happening. And the neatest part about this entire story is he invites them to celebrate Mass. It's the first time Mass is celebrated in the history of the world. You might be thinking Holy Thursday was. Holy Thursday was not a celebration of the Mass, it was the institution of the Eucharist that he was giving to his apostles, the first priests. But here Jesus invites these people to celebrate Mass. He walks with them and explains the scriptures to them. He reads them from the book of the prophets, the law, the Torah. He says, this is what's happening. And then he gathers them in together and says, let us break bread. He invites them into that beautiful moment where he says to them, I'm going to represent to you everything that just happened over these last few days. I'm going to invite you into this pastoral mystery and ask you to join me in living a new way of life. I'm asking you to participate in my very mystery. And it was then that their eyes were opened. It says that the breaking of the bread, they recognized him. That does not mean they recognized him, they received him. It means they recognized him and they entered into what the Eucharist is all about. He invites them to say, will you change your way of life and start to live differently? When he offers him the bread, he says, this is me, sacrifice himself for you. Will you enter into that sacrifice? And when they said yes to that, when they took that in, then finally they could see Jesus because now they were accepting to live like he is living outside of the world. Their whole view changes because they decided that the old way of thinking was no longer the way to think. The old way to live was no longer the way to live. They recognize that if they're going to share that beautiful 
moment of Christ's resurrection, they also had to enter into the very death that He gave over for us. And that changed everything. Jesus didn't lower Himself in that moment so they could see Him. He raised them up so they could see Him. And that's why immediately afterwards, what's the first thing they do? They go out and they want to tell others about it. They want to share their faith. They want others to experience the beauty of what they were just given. And that's what Easter is all about. It's about recognizing the beauty of the resurrection is something that calls us to a higher way of living. Of entering into that sacrifice of Christ so that we too can live a glorified life with Christ. Of seeing Jesus differently and seeing ourselves differently. Easter is not the end of Lent, folks. I don't know why we've got this mentality that Easter ends the Lenten season. It begins a whole new season. Good Friday is the end of Lent. Good Friday is that day that Lent prepares us for, that we give up ourselves for those 40 days so that we can die with Christ. And that death with Christ then allows us to rise with Him to a new life. A new way of living, a new way of loving, a new way of being. Outside this world. We don't celebrate Easter simply because Jesus rose from the dead. We celebrate Easter because we were given the power ourselves to rise from the dead. He didn't conquer sin for Himself. He didn't need to. He conquered it for us. The resurrection was that moment when Jesus, when He conquered sin and death, says, You are given now the ability to rise above death and sin. You have been given the ability to say no to the things of the world. You have been given the grace to live a divine life. In the Easter season, but reminding us of that divine life that we are called to enter into. It's not going back to what we did pre-Lent. It's not running back to those things that we gave up. It's recognizing we don't need those things anymore. My joy is complete without them. I was talking to some people before and I asked them if they gave up the lead and one of them said they gave up coffee. They were coffee drinkers. I said, what's the first thing you did on Easter? They said, I poured myself a really big cup of coffee and I just downed it like it was the most wonderful thing. I said, so you're going right to the way you were living before. They finally recognized that's exactly what they were doing. Rather than recognizing they didn't need the coffee celebrate life. They didn't need the coffee to experience joy. They didn't need the coffee to truly live. As long as they were holding on to that, they would never truly experience the resurrection. Easter season is a time to rejoice because we can go back to what we were. It's a time to rejoice because we can now live as what we were meant to be. In the penitential rite, the deacon says the very words of the preface of the Easter. By dying, we destroy our death. Well, if you're not dead, you're supposed to be alive, right? But the next line says, In rising, He restored our life. Not the life we had, but the life we were supposed to have. He restored the life that we had in Adam and Eve before they sinned. He restored that life of glory that God created us to live. He restored our dignity and our relationship with the Father. He gave us everything back that we lost. 
That's the new life. It's a new life given to us so we can live a new life. A better life. A life that rises above the temptations of the world. The celebration of Easter is because of that glory that we can have by simply living the life that we've been given. When the disciples finally realized that, they saw Jesus in a whole new way. They want to live in a whole new way. You know, at the beginning, they're walking away from Jerusalem. They're walking away from the very place that they were called to enter into. They're walking away from the life of faith. And after that moment, they accepted that beautiful gift of the Mass, and entering into that sacrifice of Christ. They stayed in Jerusalem because that's where they belong. In the heart of the church, offering themselves with Christ in a whole new way. That's what Easter season is all about. Recognizing who we are, who we can be, who Jesus gave himself for. The world can't beat us unless we let it. The devil has no power over us unless we give it. Sin cannot have victory unless we choose it. We share in the conquest of all that. We just have to live all that.